0: Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. I hope you are doing amazing wherever you're at in the world today. Today's video is going to be about the peptide GHKCU. This is one that has a lot of confusion around it because it actually is one of the only peptides that you can use topically, but you can also inject it and use it in various other delivery mechanisms as well. So this is one of the most popular peptides there is, especially as it relates to like anti-aging and skincare products. So today I'm just gonna talk about everything you need to know about it, the mechanisms behind it, the benefits you get from it, the side effects, and then also the dosage and how to administer it. Um, so hopefully you will have a reference guide to anytime you wanna use GHKCU, uh, what it's gonna do, how to use it and how to dose it and everything. So. Today, that's what we're going to be jumping into. Now, first of all, just thank you so much to everyone that has been coming to the channel lately. It means so much to me to see all the amazing support, commenters, subscribers, and all that stuff. So thank you guys so much. Um, Again, with that being said, if you want to support the channel, the biggest thing you can do is uh, drop a like, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff because it helps push this out into the algorithm to other people that may or may not uh, want to learn more about this content that we're talking about and everyone's uh, using in this community to help uh, improve their lives. So also too, if you want to buy peptides, uh, you can check out Limitless Life Nootropics or Amino Asylum. I've got discount uh, codes down below to both of those. Uh, stores that you can check out, and uh, those are my trusted go-to sources. Then also, too, if you want to reach out to me directly for one-on-one coaching, I've got the link down in the description below, so you guys can check that out and uh, see what that is all about. And then finally, if you want group coaching, you can head over to FullyOptimizedHealth.com, where Jay Campbell and I uh, do weekly group coaching calls. Uh, we have a ton of amazing people in the community. Uh, the best part, obviously, you get access to us. The best part is uh, that you can join the community, and there's a ton of other people. And I think. You know truly going forward in the next few years um, building communities is one of the best things we can do especially around like-minded people that are interested in the same stuff that we're talking about so without further ado what i'm going to do is share my screen and today we're going to talk about GHK Cu, the peptide so what is ghk so it's a tripeptide composition so it's formed from three amino acids which are glycine histidine and lysine And this sequence is essential for its biological activity. So the amino acids are linked together in a specific order, forming a short chain or tripeptide. So there's also copper bonding. So the histidine residue in the GHK tripeptide has a high affinity for copper ions. So this allows GHK to bind tightly to a copper ion forming the GHKCU complex. So the copper ion is coordinated primarily by the imidazole ring of the histidine residue, and to a lesser extent by other components of the peptide. So yes, I'm going to make you go through a little bit of a chemistry lesson just to make sure you know what you're using if you're going to use this. So uh, there's also the conformations. So the structure of GHK allows it to adopt a conformation that can easily interact with cell membranes, and other molecular targets within the body. So this structural flexibility contributes to its diverse biological activities. Now, what are the characteristics? So being a small peptide, GHK is relatively small in size compared to proteins, which enhances its solubility and bioavailability. So it can easily penetrate the skin, which is critical for its effectiveness in topical applications. Um, It also has uh, the stability, so the stability in biological systems and cosmetic formulations is generally good Uh, but it can be influenced by factors like pH, temperature, and the presence of other ingredients. And uh, as far as bioactive properties, it exhibits a range. Um, It can act as a signal peptide, modulating various cellular processes, can stimulate collagen and elastin production, which is why it's so popular and so beneficial. Um, It can promote angiogenesis, which is the formation of new blood vessels, which is very, uh, very important as it relates to um, healing and injury uh, repair and it helps regulate gene expressions related to tissue repair and inflammation, which is just even that much better. Um, So it has antioxidant activity, so it has the ability to scavenge free radicals and reduce oxidative stress, which is beneficial for protecting cells from damage. Obviously, there is no shortage of oxidative stress in our environment today, whether it's from food, water, air, um, stuff they spray in the sky, anything like that, it's gonna be huge. Uh, GHK can modulate the expression of numerous genes, particularly those involved in the healing process, immune response, and cell growth. And this gene regulating ability is part of what makes GHK effective in wound healing and anti aging. Um, it also has copper as a cofactor. So, the copper in GHK is not just a structural component, it's also essential for the biological activity of the molecule. So, it acts as a cofactor for various enzymes um, and plays a critical role in many physiological processes, including the immune response and the synthesis and stabiliz- stabilization of extracellular matrix components. Now, all the science talk out of the way let's get into the actual benefits so we have obviously collagen synthesis so ghk promotes the synthesis of collagen which is a key uh, protein and skin structure so by stimulating fibroblasts the cells responsible for collagen production it helps maintain skin elasticity and reduces the appearance of wrinkles um, elastin is another important protein for skin elasticity and ghk stimulates its production which aids in skin firmness and resilience. And then we have the modulation of matrix metalloproteinases, or MMPs. So MMPs are enzymes that degrade extracellular matrix components. So GHK can regulate their activity, preventing excessive breakdown of collagen and elastin, thus preventing skin structure, or thus preserving skin structure. So again, it's all about, uh, you know, like this collagen repair and instance, that's like where the beauty of GHK comes in. Now. Another amazing benefit is wound healing. So GHK stimulates the formation of new blood vessels, uh, which is crucial for supplying nutrients and oxygen to healing tissues. Then we, like we talked about, it's got the fibroblast activation. So by activating fibroblast, GHK enhances the repair process, contributing to the closure and healing of wounds. Uh, Then we've also got the anti-inflammatory action. So it reduces inflammation at, at the wound site, which is a critical aspect for the healing process. Um, Hair growth, so this is a big one, and uh, shout out to, um, I believe it's Entera, uh, which is a new uh, company that um, uses GHK in its hair regrowth product. Um, So it stimulates hair follicles, so it can increase the size of hair follicles. It may also preserve the growth phase of the hair cycle, and it enhances blood supply to the scalp. So promoting angiogenesis and ensures better nutrient supply to hair follicles, potentially improving hair health and growth. We've also got anti-inflammatory and antioxidant effects, so reduction of inflammatory markers. um, Basically, GHK downregulates the expression of various inflammatory cytokines, helping to reduce inflammation in tissues. Uh, It also scavenges free radicals, so its antioxidant properties protect cells from oxidative stress and damage caused by free radicals. Um, we've got gene regulation. So there's the modulation of gene expression. GHK can influence the expression of a wide array of genes involved in healing, immune response, and cellular growth. And this gene modulating ability contributes to its therapeutic effects. Uh, We've also got immune system modulation. So uh, this is lesser known about GHK, but it's something that has come to the forefront. Um, Basically, it enhances uh, the immune response by playing a role in modulating the, the immune system. Now, there are some side effects, so it's not all fine and dandy, but uh, most of the time these are very uh, minuscule and uh, you know, very, very uh, small in relative ben- relative to the benefit that you'll get from using it. Um, so some individuals may experience allergic reactions, though it's relatively rare. So this is just redness itching and ration. If you know anything about peptides, that's fairly common for some peptides just around the injection site that you will have have a little bit of that and it usually goes away, You know, if not within a few minutes, definitely within a day. Um, But people with sensitive skin also may experience irritation, redness, or discomfort. Um, There is the possibility of overuse. So overuse of products containing GHKCU can potentially lead to an imbalance of copper in the skin. And while this is rare, it can cause oxidative stress and damage to the skin. Um, And in very rare cases, excessive topical application, uh, which you'd have to use a lot to do this. Nothing. I mean, you could probably use a whole bottle and wouldn't even come close uh, to this if you had a product with it in there. Um, but topical application might contribute to systemic copper imbalance that the skin's barrier function usually protect, protects against uh, significant systemic absorption. Um, there's the potential for, you know, chemical interaction. So it can potentially react with other ingredients and skincare formulations, which may reduce its effectiveness. Um, some people may have a copper allergy, in which you would want to definitely stay away with this. Um, And it does promote wound healing, but its application on open or acute wound wound should be under medical advice. Um, Basically, what you wouldn't want to do is have, like, a very severe open wound and apply it into the wound because at that point you could, you know, cause, like, infection. Uh, You could cause infection in a lot of ways, but um, you just want to be careful about how you administer it uh, if you're doing it around, like, an open wound that needs healing, like, you know pretty big cut or something. Um, And in rare cases, products containing copper peptides like GHK might lead to slight discoloration of the skin due to the copper component. Um, Now, what's interesting about GHK, like so many peptides, you've got to inject them, but there are alternative delivery mechanisms um, to GHK. So we've got topical creams and serums. So GHK is often included in moisturizing creams and these formulations can help deliver the peptide in the skin while also providing hydration. And then there's serums. So serums are lightweight and typically have a higher concentration of active GHK and they are designed for deeper penetration into the skin where creams are more like on the surface. Um, there are gel formulations. I haven't used these myself, but they're basically water-based formulations that can be used to deliver GHK, especially for oily or acne prone skin types. And then we've got facial masks. There are sheet masks that are infused with a serum containing GHK and other beneficial ingredients. Um, and then there's also cream or gel mask um, and and left on the skin for a period. They allow for prolonged contact with GHK, which obviously is going to enhance the absorption. Um, There's also microneedling. So serums can be used for microneedling um, and the micro injuries created by microneedling enhance the absorption of the peptide. A lot of people will do that on their scalp. Um, That could be a whole different video, but there's uh, lots of people on the internet out there that teach you how to do microneedling for the scalp if you wanna regrow hair and then you can use GHK alongside that. Uh, There's liposomal delivery systems. There's foams, there's topical sprays. Um, You know, I would lean toward a cream or a serum instead of a spray. Uh, There's patches. I wouldn't think that the patches do that well. I've never used one, um, but it does allow for sustained release. And then finally, um, it can be used injectable. Uh, You can inject it actually into the scalp, which I know burns really, really bad. Um, But you can inject it subcutaneously as well. Now, if you're going for like hair regrowth, probably not going to be super effective if you're injecting it subcutaneously. Um, You still see some benefit. But if you just want like overall um, systemic benefit from it, you know, for overall skin health, overall uh tissue repair overall um just well-being skin elasticity collagen production you can do a subcutaneous injection now this is what i do on myself when i use ghk basically i'm gonna do one to two milligrams per day eight weeks on and eight weeks off that i in my experience is the best that's when i feel the best my joints feel really good my skin feels really good um you know you can see my skin there i guess depending on how clear the camera is (laughs) but um you know it works really really well um, for all of those things, um, just overall, you know, vitality and wellness as well. Um, but basically, one to two milligrams per day, eight weeks on, eight weeks off. Now, what does that look like? Most companies that sell it, uh, if you buy it the research route, it's going to come in a fifty milligram vial that's in a three milliliter vial. Um, so what I would do is add three milliliters of water and then inject ten to fifteen units. That's going to be one to two milligrams um, sub Q or near the healing site. So if you had a shoulder injury, a knee injury anything like that um, just like with bbc and tb you would inject it near that injury as well but if you're just doing it for overall wellness and uh, health purposes i would do subcutaneously in the belly fat if you did have an injury you were trying to heal that's what i would do so that is it today uh just to you know in my own experience i i love ghk i definitely have used it for years now whether it's the topical or the creams they work well very very well like on your face uh, particularly particularly like after you shave your or something like that um, so if you can afford them, you know, obviously they're quite expensive, but if you can afford them, they're amazing. Uh, and then finally too, um, you can inject it. And, uh, obviously that's going to be more absorbable and you'll notice more benefit from that, but I, I love it. And, uh, hopefully that was helpful. Cause a lot of people, I get messages all the time. Like, how do I use it? You know, especially if I'm injecting it, I don't see a lot of guidance out there. So that is pretty much it. So appreciate you guys much love out there. You know, if I missed anything, feel free to comment below. Um, uh, and uh, share your feedback or if you have questions or anything like that, uh, also feel free to reach out to me directly. So appreciate you guys, much love, and I will talk to you next time. Peace.